Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're going to talk public safety. Our guests today include Neil Dickinson, the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol, and Tom Nixon, who is the regional coordinator for Towards Zero Deaths. Gentlemen, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah. Um, Neil, I will start with you. Um, uh, we've heard some bad reports about uh, fatalities and uh, just uh, excessive speeds on the roadway. I, I think there was an enforcement this year on distracted driving, and people are still hanging onto their phones. How are we doing here this year so What's far? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, we started out um, this year with our speed enforcement, and, uh, you know, when the state was on their advisory um you know, shutdown mode. Uh, we've seen a lot of speeds hitting the triple digits in miles an hour, wow. um, which is very dangerous, not only to the driver, passengers, but everybody else that's sharing the road with these folks. Um, uh, just, you know, the state patrol, we've seen a record number of, uh, of speeding violations that are triple digits, and, and that's not good. Just to remind folks, if, you, if you're cited for traveling over 100 miles an hour, you're going to lose your driver's license uh, for a period of up to six months here in Minnesota. And uh, the speeding fines are pretty uh, excessive as well. And then just think about insurance rates uh, when your insurance company oh gets the record that uh, you're you're cited for uh, um, you know speeds of, of that nature. So um, not it's not good. worth it. It's ex- yeah, it's expensive, and uh, that's contributing to uh, the overall fatalities here in Minnesota. Currently, I just pulled the numbers. We're at 220 fatals here in Minnesota compared to 210 last year. So we're above last year's pace, which is not good. Um, and then last year we ended up with two or 364 um, fatals here in Minnesota. So, of course, uh, what we do in law enforcement, Tom does with Toward Zero Death, is, is our goal is to reduce uh, fatality, serious injury, and crashes in general. And and uh, we're not at a good trend right now. So uh, especially with Labor Day coming up, uh, you know, around the corner, we're, we're uh, doing our best to get those numbers down. Yeah. I'm surprised because we hear certain statistics point to the fact that there are people driving less. But Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, we've seen, and, and Tom can maybe jump in here, but uh, I personally have seen uh, an increase in traffic here uh, in the last month on our roadways. So people are out and about and, and moving again, uh, kind of the the flow of traffic here in northern Minnesota seems to be up. Uh, I've seen reports down in Metro that it might be down, but I mm-hmm. haven't seen those numbers. They're all coming up here to get away. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't that so far off from the expected truth, actually. The the current look at things was back in uh, the March-April time period. There was quite a dip in, in vehicle miles traveled, and then come uh, nicer weather and some loosening of, of some of the recommendations uh, for COVID, people began traveling, and then we kicked off into the 100 deadliest days of summer, which also is, you know, the 100, maybe, I'm going to use a bad word here, funnest days <laughs> of summer, where people start uh, traveling and going to see what they can, what's still open, and so forth, and we we have seen an increase in, in travel from um, where we had started out in the springtime. Uh, so vehicles are getting out. We, we, we do see people going out and um, venturing across the state, taking some of those vacations, maybe not all that used to, but that last component, uh, there is a, a, a good number of people that have um, considered their cabins as their summer home and um, are contemplating local school districts and things of that nature, too. So it's, it's going to be uh, 
new to us on how that uh, changes the, the landscape on, on many fronts, but we do see plenty of vehicles on the road right now. Uh, the other thing, of course, uh, motorcycles uh, come out in the summer, and uh, how mm. how are we doing with uh, those uh, vehicles on the road? Well, I just pulled uh, stats here this morning before uh, um, the uh, show here today, and currently in Minnesota we have 38 fatalities. Last year's pace we were at 27. Oh my gosh! So we're up we're up 11, and last year's total fatalities on motorcycles were 44, and we're already at 38. And then uh, Sturgis is going on currently, so we're going to see a lot of motorcycles uh, that are going to be heading home from Sturgis, um, you know, maybe coming through Minnesota. Um, so we're going to see, probably unfortunately, we're going to see some crashes, uh, some more crashes when it comes to motorcyclists. And an interesting stat on those 38 fatalities we had here in Minnesota, 26 of those folks were not wearing a helmet. Mm. Really? You can see the high, yeah, you can see the high number of people that choose not to wear a helmet. And of course, in Minnesota, we do not have a helmet law, so it's optional to wear a helmet. But our advice in, in public safety and uh, law enforcement is is wear a helmet. It can make a, a big difference if you're involved in a crash. Absolutely. And a- adding to that, of those motorcycle crashes, um, 22 of those only involved the motorcycle. There was no other vehicle involved. Mm-hmm. The other remainder had uh, the other fifteen. There was two that died in one motorcycle crash, so the the number adds up to that. Yeah, that was. But anyhow, it's it's difficult when you look at you know some of the prevention things and the rider experience, um, failure to negotiate curves. That was uh, sixteen of those. So it comes down to you know decision making, uh, impairment, helmets, um, making good choices. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I know there was a uh, enforcement that was focusing on uh, distracted driving and particularly phones. Now that we have the new law, and I, from what I heard, we we weren't doing so good in that department either, were we? No, I don't know if Tom has any stats, but uh, I know the numbers were uh, were very high on the number of citations that were issued here in Minnesota when it comes to the new hands-free law. And, and just uh, uh, to talk about the law, what it. What it basically says is anytime a uh, driver has some sort of communication device, uh, more than likely it's a cell phone, that is against the law in Minnesota to be driving while you have a phone in your hands. Um, it's easy for us to see that in law enforcement and make a traffic stop. So that's why I think there's kind of an uptick in the citations that are that are being issued. And, uh, you know, everybody in Minnesota should know about the hands-free law by now. I mean, you hear it all the time on the radio. There's there's commercial spots. Uh, we talk about it in law enforcement, traffic safety, uh, about the law, and uh, we're still seeing folks out there that are that are choosing to drive with the cell phone in their hands. And remember, what the law says that you you can have a cell phone. Um, you can use your cell phone if it's voice activated or one touch operation. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, uh, you cannot have or be using your cell phone while you're operating a vehicle. And that includes streaming. Uh, videos, YouTubes, or Netflix, or whatever else that you can stream on your phone today, and we've seen it out here. Um, it's crazy. But the best thing to do is put your phone away while you're driving. That's, mm-hmm. that's the safest option. Or have your passengers help out um, when it comes to answering a phone call or texting or whatever else that, that needs to be done. Yeah. Now, How Neil? about if they're under 18, Neil? Oh, yeah, if they're under 18, uh, you cannot use a cell phone whatsoever. Um, there is a couple exceptions that you can have a map system uh, up and running, but our advice is, uh, especially with a new driver, um, is put the phone away. That's the best thing to do. Put yeah. it in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Park uh, the phone is the slogan. Yeah. Yep. Now, Neil, the next enforcement, and uh, I'm not sure if, if it started already, but I know as we head for Labor Day weekend, you'll be focusing on impaired drivers, won't you? Yeah, absolutely. Starting tomorrow, and that's going to run until se- September 7th, Labor Day. There's going to be extra enforcement out on the roads in Minnesota. So basically that's over 300 law enforcement agencies that are participate in this extra enforcement campaign. So law enforcement officers across the state are, can work overtime shifts and the focus is on uh, driving under the influence. But again, we're always looking for those other violations of speeding, the hands-free law and the people that don't wear seatbelts. We're always looking for those, but the focus is going to be is DWI uh, enforcement. And uh, we're going to be out and about looking uh, um, for these uh, impaired drivers. Okay, you've been warned, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and again, it's unfortunate that we just don't think this through as a society. I mean, we're not saying you can't have uh, an adult beverage, but boy, just think it through. And if you're going to be behind the wheel, you just can't over imbibe, can you? No, no. no I, I think most go ahead, most no. people make that decision right. The majority of our drivers uh, behave very well behind the wheel, but that uh, that planning ahead is is seemingly more difficult for some than others. And if you would just put a little effort into, hey, we're going to go out and have a good time tonight. If you heard somebody else say that, you know, maybe prod them for, whoa, what are you, how are you going to get home? Maybe you're inviting yourself into being that sober ride home, but uh, that 10-minute car ride of helping someone uh, getting home is a lot better than the day you're going to give up to go to the funeral or, or bail them out. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think um, that planning ahead is a big part that people just uh, don't really give the credence to. Yeah. All Absolutely. Right. And with that being said, too, uh, Labor Day is uh, around the corner, and, and remember, you can get a DWI uh, while operating a boat and an ATV and anything with a motorized vehicle is uh, anywhere within the state of Minnesota, even on private property, that is the, uh, against the law, and that's, uh, um, uh, you can be arrested for a DWI. So, like Tom said, plan ahead. Uh, we want everybody to have a good time, especially Labor Day. There's going to be a lot of people out and about enjoying the weekend, and, and uh, we want everybody to be safe out here. Very good. Of course, Labor Day brings uh, its own set of issues with the higher traffic, uh, a lot of people pulling boats and campers, and that's just another set of issues on the roadways, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I just did an article on uh, on trailer maintenance, and what we see out here on the road is a lot of times when these trailers are breaking down, it's a tire or a wheel bearing issue. So a little preventive maintenance before you go on your trip. Um, have a mechanic look at your, your tires, look at the bearings, um, have, have it checked out um, before you uh, take off for the cabin or on a vacation or a trip and uh, nothing worse than being stalled on the side of a busy roadway Mm. when you have a flat tire um, and you know how dangerous that can be as well I've seen it where you know cars have been struck or or people that are trying to change a tire have been struck in the past too so um, a little preventive maintenance goes a long way with with uh, you know not only our vehicles but our trailers yeah absolutely uh, Tom, how are we doing locally uh, here in the Brainerd Lakes area this year after uh, the big enforcement last year on 371, 210 the year before? How are we doing locally? Do you know? So far, so good. Um, I think that uh, the active law enforcement entities that we have in Crow Wing County um, have shown that they have an interest in keeping those that travel the Crow Wing County roads or the Brainerd Lakes area as it ripples into Cass County and Aiken County and Morrison 
they're all working traffic safety. And if you see law enforcement out there looking for those behaviors that contribute, 371 has um, has had crashes this year, yes. Mm-hmm. Verity, thankfully, has been um, um, low on most. Uh, we would hope that that trend would uh, continue. But uh, as far as year-to-date, last year to this year, I don't have the current number. Um, but I, I, from recollection, we're, we're trending at last year or better um, at the moment. If we were to think about what those behaviors have been, uh, speed uh, and inattention have, have truly been the persistent issues on just about any project. But 371 has done pretty well. Okay. That's good news. Uh, one of the things that I've noticed the last, I want to say, three years is it seems every time we get a rainstorm, it's a lot of rain <laughs> all oh, at yeah. once. And uh, I understand there's been a, a, a number of crashes that involve hydroplaning this year. And, Neil, that uh, does present a separate set of issues, doesn't it, when it rains hard? Yeah, absolutely. I see there was one in uh, Crow Wing County yesterday, and uh, I've seen them pretty much all over the state on uh, hydroplaning and, and basically what what that is is when water builds up on the roads and, and you're traveling at a uh, unsafe speed even though you might be doing the speed on it might be too fast for that road condition so remember we have a, a duty to drive with due care all of us there's a, there's a law that says that so we need to do and the number one thing you can do just like in the winter time when you have a slippery roadway slow down mm-hmm. uh, especially when it's raining hard because you don't know when water is built up on the road and and maybe by the time you hit it, you're going too fast, and then you lose control of your car. We have seen crashes uh, that are caused by hydroplaning, and there's a couple. There's some uh, tips that we can do. Number one, obviously, slow down, and then have good tires on your vehicle. Even just like the winter time, tread depth makes a big difference because yes. that water is channeled through the the tread on your tires. So think about if you don't have much for tread depth, that tire is going to lose control on top of that water, and that's when we're seeing the issues. Uh, uh, of people losing control and getting into crashes. So take a look at your tires. Uh, good windshield wipers, too. Uh, I always seem to find out my wipers need to be replaced when it's raining that hard. <laughs> so preventive, preventive maintenance, again, and always mm-hmm. wear your seatbelts. And like Tom said, avoid your distractions. Uh, if we can do all those, you're going to reduce your chances of uh, hydroplaning getting into a crash. I know Tess uh, uh, was telling me about an experience on the roads here last weekend when it rained so hard you can hardly see. Um, When you get to those situations, slowing down, I know, is imperative. But if you're going to pull over onto the side of the road, uh, people should really get their flashers on and uh, just be really... off the roadway as far as you can. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, absolutely. I I was uh, escorting one of those windmill blades out of Duluth up to East Grand Forks last Sunday. And there was a heck of a storm that came into East Grand Forks, and we got caught in that. Uh, supposedly some, some funnel clouds located in the area. So just driving in that heavy rain, it was it was really coming down hard. I've seen a lot of vehicles pulled over on Highway 2, mm-hmm. um, which is smart to do. If you feel it's unsafe, by all means, pull over. But make sure you have your flashers on so other vehicles can see you when they're passing by. So even though in Minnesota on the interstates it's illegal to pull over for emergency purposes only, that is considered a, an emergency in my eyes. If you, if, it's, if you can't see or it's that dangerous, by all means, pull over to the shoulder as far enough as you can and put your flashers on. That was the storm I got stuck in coming home from Duluth on Sunday. Just came down the <laughs> hill and it opened up, and I think they closed the tunnels in Duluth because of flooding on that one. That was a big one. But 
My daughter had her lesson in what hydroplaning feels like, I'll tell you that, you know, and we weren't going very fast because we couldn't see. <laughs> it's a bad feeling if you've ever hydroplaned. It's yeah, it's... A few seconds of a loss of control, but yep. um, again, slow down. That's the only thing you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Any other issues that we should mention, uh, gentlemen, when it comes to uh, safety on the roadways? Well, we have the uh, school season coming, too. I, I don't know if we all know what it's going to be for sure, but as uh, you're thinking about it from a parent, grandparent, aunt, uncle, guardian level, um, our teen drivers are, are learning drivers. They need uh, reassurance and education frequently. So make sure that you're familiar with the graduated driver's license laws and, you know, some of the risk factors, you know, just like the time change when we talk about daylight savings, um, change in routine is is hard on the body. And for kids trying to wake up and get up and be in a rush to get to school, um, there again, that whole planning ahead thing. But if they're not uh, planning ahead and they're waiting to, uh, uh, you know, get ready until the next morning, then they're delayed to get to their destination and they're going to rush and they're going to uh, try to compensate with gas. And that's just all a bad mix because then you're not paying attention to everything you need to. So, you know, encourage those kids to be super vigilant. Uh, and, and you as drivers uh, and parents as adults, the other thing that's going to be coming along are those uh, big yellow limousines, the buses, the school buses. <laughs> mm-hmm. We need to uh, be aware and watch for those stop arm violation uh, risk areas. You know, you're coming around the corner. That that time period of, you know, 6.30 to 8 o'clock in the morning, um, be, be prepared to stop and, and just uh, plan ahead. And it's a lot better to be maybe a minute late at the very worst than to have had any incident with uh, something pertaining to the school bus. Yep. Absolutely. Very good. All right. Well, gentlemen, we are about out of time. I want to say thanks again for joining us to talk about uh, traffic safety issues. It's very important. And uh, let's hope everyone does stay uh, safe on the roadways and takes that personal responsibility. In the meantime, you guys stay safe on the road as well. Thank you very Thank much. You. Yeah. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, you guys. All right, Neil Dickinson is the public information trooper with the Minnesota State Patrol. Tom Nixon is the regional coordinator for Toward Zero Deaths. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor, and that is today's edition of Community Focus. We remind you that our Community Focus programs are available to listen to anytime on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.